Hi, everyone. It is Galit Speaks. Well, Galit Sadiq. Welcome to the Galit Speaks podcast, um, where I talk about everything that matters to me, um, anything and everything that's on my mind, and um, my life, my experiences, the things that I care about. Um, I talk about it all here. So this episode is, am I queer enough? And it's kind of a question that I have been asked slash been asking myself my entire life because uh, I am bisexual and I have been bisexual and I have known that I was bisexual forever. But for everyone in the straight community, I was queer, right? I Or I was, um, quote, just going through a phase where I liked women because I dated men as well. So I wasn't really a lesbian and I wasn't really queer um, or um, some of the other things that I've been told is like, you just need to pick a side. You are just promiscuous. Um, and I know that this experience is not unique to me. I have spoken to many people who are bisexual, who this is, this has been a thing for them. You know, uh, I am currently dating a man, I'm engaged to be married to a man. And so it's very easy for me to pass as hetero. And I think that's why it's so important for me to acknowledge and make it known that I am not hetero, that I am queer and it's been coming up a lot lately, especially because right now I am actually working on an event. I'm, I started a nonprofit with a friend called the Diversity Initiative and it's about diversity in scuba diving, which is another, you know, something else that's really important to me. Um, and I, one of the events that we were running, so last year we did Dive with Pride, which was really a scuba diving, mermaiding, and free diving event uh, for the queer community. And this year we're actually expanding it to something much bigger, and it's going to be called Out in the Outdoors. It's happening the last weekend in July. So if you want to be a part of that, if you want to you want to know a little bit more about it, you want to join, it's taking place at um, Wordsboro Airport in New York, in upstate New York. Um, if you want to be a part of that, reach out to me. There are all different opportunities to do workshops, to sponsor, to partnership, uh, to attend, um, and much, much more. But so that dealing with, you know, my queerness and, and acknowledging that part of me is super important to me. And on the hetero side, it's, you know, it's been very easy for me to just not say anything. And most of my life, I have done that. I haven't been not out, but I haven't been completely out because I felt like I wasn't queer enough to be accepted by either side. You know, like for hetero people, I was just going through a phase. For queer people, I was not a lesbian and I just needed to pick a side, you know? And I'm not saying that that's you know, what all queer people think. I just know that over the years, especially when I've 
you know, been dating. And when I dated women, there was this huge thing of, you're not a lesbian. I don't go out with girls who also date guys. You know, it, it's this idea that I can't make a decision about what I want or who I love when that is completely not the case. I just love people for being people. And I love love. And I love the way that certain people click with me or make me feel. And I'm attracted to both sexes. Um, it is not that I can't pick a side. It is not that I am going to leave a man to be with a woman because someday I'm going to recognize that I'm fully lesbian or I'm going to leave a lesbian to be with a man because I miss dick. Like those are not things that go through my head. The things that go through my head are, do I love this person? Do they make me happy? Am I comfortable with them? Do they take all the boxes for me? Um, do I see a future with them? And in my case, it just happened to be that it was with a man. And lucky for me, the man that I am with is also bisexual. So he understands that. And he does not judge me for it. A lot of times when I dated men in the past, there was this idea that I could not express that other side of me, that I could not talk about being attracted to women because they thought they felt like emasculated or insecure or somehow that they weren't man enough that their girlfriend was still looking at women. You know, like if they were enough somehow, then I wouldn't need to look at women or be with women or, you know, just this like crazy idea of like, or, you know, like, if I was with them, then I could never be fully faithful to them because I would always be looking at other people. And there was double the amount of other people to look at because I like both sexes. And it's so not true. If I love someone and I'm going to be faithful to someone, then I'm going to be faithful to them regardless. Like it's about the person. It's not about whether today I feel like pussy or today I feel like dick, you know, it just, it doesn't work like that for me. And it's really about the emotional connection. And I did not, and I never have been able to limit myself and even the sexual attraction. I, I am not someone who is limited to being attracted to one gender. And it's kind of been something that I've struggled with for so many years of like, how do I put this out in the world? How do I get people to understand who I am and what I believe in and, and how I feel because it's, there's such a stigma on both sides for it. You know, I feel like now there is more wokeness. There is more understanding. We are going through changes and, and changing the way that we view things like this. But I think there's still so much of it in both communities, like in the queer community, there is so much of it. Like, I, I can't tell you how many times like I've been on a date with a woman and they've been like, 
I don't date people who aren't full lesbians because I just think that you're going through a phase or this, you know, you're going to decide that you want dick in a day and this is not going to be possible. I've even had somebody tell me that they don't date women who also date men because we have more venereal diseases or sexually transmitted diseases, which is totally untrue. Like if you... Like I am someone who is, you know, very, um, very passionate about like safe sex and being protected and getting tested all the time. Like anyone who is having sex um, is sexually active. There is a possibility for STDs and, you know, that's not limited to being a member of the queer community or being a member of the straight community. And like those two things are completely different, right? Like it's more about the personality of the person that you're with, right? If you are a person that practices safe sex, that is careful, that gets tested on a regular basis, then those are the things that shouldn't, shouldn't be, you know, that shouldn't be part of the conversation. You know, of course, it should be part of the conversation with the part, the sexually, the sexual partners you have, but it shouldn't be part of the conversation of, you know, I'm bisexual, so I must have more diseases (laughs) than someone else. It's not at all. It's just about, you know, who practices safe sex and who doesn't and, and how that shakes out. Like, there are especially with sexually transmitted diseases, they're on both sides, right? It, I know that back in the day, like AIDS was a big thing in the homosexual community. Um, But that was more, um, you know, because of lack of using protection in a lot of cases. And uh, there was also, but there was also in the, heterosexual community, right? Like all of these diseases, they do not discriminate. We are all people. We are all the same. And I think that these last couple of years and being a disease that affected everyone, you know, equally across the board at rich, poor, queer, hetero, um, just every single race, you know, I think that by now we should understand that people are just people and people do things and people make mistakes and people are not careful. And it has nothing to do with your sexual orientation or your pronoun or how you describe yourself. Um, And now I feel like I feel way more comfortable using the term queer to describe myself because it just kind of encompasses so much more. Whereas, you know, I've gotten so much backlash from using the term bi that, and that's kind of like a personal thing where like now I shy away from using that term because it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to me anymore because of like all of the backlash and that I've gotten from it and queer still feels good, right? Like I can say queer and I don't have to explain myself 
and people just accept it. Um, I think that's really what it boils down to is like, I've accepted myself and I've accepted who I am and I've accepted all the little variants and variations on my sexuality that are different from the quote unquote norm. Um, and I feel like queer for me encompasses that. Uh, and, and that's why I love using that term rather than bisexual, rather than, you know, pansexual or anything else. I just feel like that, that term makes sense for me in my life. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts about what makes sense for you, what questions you have for me about being queer, about being bisexual. How did you come to terms with the idea of being queer, the idea of being queer enough. Um, for me, it was a long process, many, many years. I knew that I was queer from early on uh, in my early teens. I knew that I was queer and it took so long for me to be open about it. There were a select few people in my life that kind of knew. And again, it's one of those things where like I, I've spoken before about me passing, like me passing as white, me, <laughs> you know, this is another thing that I've been able to pass as like hetero or pass as someone who does not say their sexual orientation and like people just assume that I'm hetero. Um, so I, I feel like I didn't have to have that major coming out moment um, because I have most of, you know, it just happens to be that a lot of my long-term relations relationships have been with men. And so it was very simple to just not say. Um, I think that's why it's so important for me to say now because I don't want to feel inauthentic. I don't want to feel fake. I don't want to feel like I'm hiding. And I've built this life and I've built this um, atmosphere around me where it's now safe to be who I am and to say who I am and to allow other people to say who they are in a sp safe space. So that's the space that I created for me. That's the space that I'm creating with this channel, this the YouTube channel, my Facebook page. Like this is a safe space for you to talk about who you are, what who you love, how you love, and everything, everything in between, you know? Um, so please tell me, you know, a little bit about your experience. Um, this is kind of me coming out to the world here. Like I've come out before, like I've said it live. Um, it hasn't been, you know, uh, it hasn't been something I've been hiding. I, you know, everyone knows, well, everyone who knows me in person knows that I do pride events every year. I volunteered at the Pride March in New York City. Like, I wear rainbow. I'm super open. I'm one of those people who, like, if you ask a question, I'll tell you everything. There's nothing hidden with me. Um, 
I just don't necessarily go out of my way in normal situations to tell people. Like, I'm not broadcasting it, you know, in regular interpersonal situations. Here, I'm clearly broadcasting it because I think that it's time and it needs to be said. And this is my safe space. This is my space that I've created to allow me to broadcast that, to allow me to be authentically me and say what I want and talk about my values and talk about the things that affect me and my experiences. So I want you to be able to do that too. I would love for you to share your experiences. I'd love to hear some like coming out stories or how people have reacted when they found out that you were queer um, because I, I love knowing that I'm connecting with people. I love knowing that I'm connecting with you um, and that you're connecting with my story and who I am. That's really important for me. That's why I created Galit Speaks. I want to talk about my values. I want to talk about the things that matter to me. I want to hear from the audience what things matter to them as well. So that is my episode for today. I'm going to keep it a little short. If you like it, share it. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, Galit Speaks. On Instagram, I'm Galit Speaks. On Facebook, I'm Galit Speaks everywhere, uh, social, uh, all social media, TikTok, I'm Galit Speaks. So uh, just Galit Speaks, not I am actually. Uh, so Galit Speaks, uh, at Galit Speaks on all my social media platforms. Let's have a conversation. I'm also soon going to be opening up this podcast to have uh, guest speakers. So if you'd like to be a guest speaker, please reach out to me. Um, I would love guest speakers in the topics of um, LGBTQIA+, um, ocean conservation, sharks, uh, veganism, domestic violence, uh, human rights, women's rights, um, and so many other topics, uh, environmental conservation, so if you are a speaker in one of the topics, you want to come on the show, you want to talk to me, I would love to have you just reach out. I will see you all later. Have an amazing night. Galit speaks out. Bye.